Ah, it's Deep Program, the podcast where we try to get you into a band. And I'm surprised at how long it took to get a Three Stooges reference when I asked uh, about. And, and of course, it had to be a fucking panel member. <laughs> came at me with three stooges <laughs> references how dare well, don't you don't think i didn't think don't think i didn't think uh, about the four of us and who out of the four of us is which stooge <laughs> well of course i'm shemp so. <laughs> is uh fredo are you curly joe i'm guessing <laughs> though I, I i really feel i should be mo <laughs> oh i mean that's why i really feel i should be yeah, I'm come here. Probably Larry and I guess John is Mo. I don't. I, they confuse the hell out of me with changing the names and the names don't make sense to the faces. Like I don't know who is who. <laughs> Wise but guy. Yes, huh? They didn't change. Justin, you are. First chef. of all, they Absolutely. didn't. But first of all, they didn't change their names. <laughs> they always had their names. They just changed members. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. I knew that part, but I mean the the way that. Like Curly is bald and Mo is ha- has hair and and all that. Like that's the confusing part, and that's what makes it funny. Only, only if you're really, really simple is it confusing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's get this oh, thing back wow. on track. <laughs> I see the digs here, huh? It's but geez, man- you want to talk simple? Let's talk about Discord, huh? Oh, jeez. <laughs> let's not so an excuse for that i'm fucking old i'm middle-aged fuck you and your technology yes so randy there there was a there was a run here like you'll notice that this is this panel has been together you know three or four episodes in a row now uh like after each episode you're like, oh this band this panel should do as well and this was one of them so uh i you put them up on the board the stooges talk to me about them yeah, we've been on this run of 70s punk, and it's been really good. I, I, I like to keep it going. And what we kind of did was we kind of brought you into the beginning phases of how British punk got started. And then the last time, we kind of brought you into the beginning phases about how New York City punk got started. And this is bringing you into the phases about how Detroit, Mo, uh, Motor City punk got started. And this is really probably the first true American punk. And, and before that, you have like, you know, Louie Louie and, and things like that, that kind of planted the seeds for punk rock and planted the seeds for sort of punk and alternative. But it really, you know, a little bit with the Velvet Underground, but I think the Stooges and MC5, that's where it really starts to hit that there's some energy here. There, This is kind of a, not just um, a new music style, but like you don't have to be talented to be in a band anymore. This is the kind of idea that you're taking from, and Iggy Pop is a perfect example of this. You're taking from some of your best front men in the sixties, your Mick Jaggers, your Jim Morrison's, uh, your, and he's not front front man, but I consider Pete Townsend to be the, the head honcho of the who, and you're taking the energy of those guys and bringing it to a stage where you can do all the things that they do to make yourself such a powerful front man, but then you can do something completely different to make yourself stand out. And of course, what I mean from Iggy Pop is shit like doing the self-mutilation. And that is what differentiated the the idea of punk and alternative and kind of flipped it on its back. But musically, they took this garage 
you know, gritty garage rock sound and they helped make it kind of mainstream. And, and I think the story goes that one of the labels wanted MC five and they signed them to like a $25,000 contract to, 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 uh, uh, to produce their first record. And the Stooges, I think were paid out like five, like they were brought along kind of the same thing as, as you'd see with other, you know, city, uh, you know, uh, tag alongs kind of with Seattle and, and some other places, but like the Stooges were kind of brought along as being that part of that sound, but they were only paid $5,000 to record their first record. And then, then it just kind of progressed along from there. And, and I think Iggy since then has just been such a, a, a you know, a cult of personality and he's kind of had this, this, this great following over the years. And, and a lot of these songs, which at the time weren't, really mainstream but they were like you know finding little niches and finding little places within the world of people that wanted to get away from your 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 rolling stones and your doors and and some of the music that was out there and on on radio they were kind of the alternative to that and there wasn't a lot else that you could go to so yeah i i, I they only lasted a couple of years and went through like i think a lineup change or two but the three albums that they put out are pretty damn good albums. There's only about 23 songs, but every single one of those songs is pretty top notch. And they come back and we're going to talk about some of their newer stuff as well. When they, uh, they came back and reformed in, I believe 2007 and did another album in 2013. We're going to talk about some of those new records as well, but uh, yeah, this is, you know, Iggy obviously kind of turned into doing stuff on his own and he was able to kind of stand out that way, but this is all how it started for him. So laying out a true history lesson here, Randy, uh, I'm going to pass it over to John, a man of few words, John, (laughs) the the Stooges. Tell tell me about them. Yeah. The, I mean, they, they, they invented punk rock. I mean, this is the seminal band that started it all. You think of, you know, 1969, you know, what's happening in 1969. It's a summer of love. It's Woodstock. It's, you know, the Beatles doing Abbey road. And like, here comes this band from Detroit. That's like, I want to be your dog. You know, they had that, that opening track, 1969. It's just like a statement of like, fuck all of this. And it's got a little bit of, there's a little bit of a, of a thread, you know, you could connect like velvet underground, some of the stuff that was going on in New York, there's a little bit of hint of that, but they take it and, and they've got like this grit and this grime on it. And it really was like music as a threat. And like music had been a threat kind of in the sixties to some people in like a certain, you know, you hear your, you have your, you know, parental, you know, whatever's and everything. But this was truly like, these people will hurt you. I think, you know, the, there's the the classic, you know, you can go back and see the videos from, like, 1970 and stuff of, of Iggy, like, you know, like Randy mentioned, like, covering himself in peanut butter, fully naked, cutting himself with, with glass bottles. Like, this is this is different than everything else that, that was happening at the time. And, and it really set the stage for a lot of the music to come in the, in the later 70s. Like, just one of the most influential bands of all time. And so if if Randy is the man of many words and John is a man of few words, Fredo is the man of angry words. <laughs> Fredo, the Stooges, <laughs> tell me about him. 
Uh, it's so true. Um, seriously, I, 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 <clears throat> this is the story of Iggy Pop. The Stooges as a whole, uh, and, and this is why I disagree, with, with, talented, but this is the story of a front man. This is the story of theater rock. This is the story of Detroit rock. Because the Stooges came out at the same time as Alice Cooper, as Mitch Ryder in the Detroit Reels, as the MC5. And they brought that garage rock sound to the forefront. Okay? But if you listen to those first three albums, they're not punk. They're garage rock. 100% they're garage rock. The difference is Iggy Pop. And Iggy Pop was as much theater as Alice Cooper was. That is what made them stand out. Music on the whole is okay. It to me, it's 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 nothing different. Again, nothing different from the MC Five or, or or from early Alice Cooper when Alice Cooper was a group and not a and, and not a man. Um, but Iggy, being a consummate showman, uh, outraged the stay uh, outraged. Uh, the audience and, and and got the audience into the performance, um, which is where it goes along with New York punk in that a lot of New York punk was a performance going with the avant-garde feel of, 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 of New York punk in, in, in the early to mid, I mean, more in the mid seventies. So that's what made, um, that's what made them uh, to me influential and stand out was more the, the, visual show as opposed to the music because Iggy sucked as a singer. <laughs> his his best stuff singing wise, vocal wise, came in the eighties when he had mastered his voice. That that, that deep voice that, that that you hear in the later albums with the Stooges and in his solo work. That's yeah, when he mastered his voice. Stuff like that, yeah. yeah. You know, um but at the beginning he sucked. Make no mistake about it, um, and 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 we're not saying you got to be good to be influential. Mm-mm. And as far as as the Stooges were, they they were decent. They weren't the best out of uh, out of Detroit rock, not in my opinion. But Iggy up front, Ian as 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 shocking as he was, um, they stood out, and hence the Rock and Roll Hall of Famers. And they were they were such a live band. Like, the really we're we're really doing a disservice here because the real, you know, essential Stooges is the Metallic Ko, like the live album that that they released. Uh, There's got a show from the seven, I think from seventy three, and you can read about it, like Lester Bangs, you know, one of the greatest rock and roll critics of all time, talks about it and says it's the only rock album where you can actually hear hurled beer beer bottles breaking against guitar strings i think they they played for mostly bikers and like they played a 45 minute version of louis louis where iggy pop's just making up lyrics about like fuck you you know all this like it's just an amazing document of nihilism in music (laughs) and like it's that's really you know what people should really if you're if you're into the the garage band and like they were really like a live band and Iggy is one of the greatest, you know, live performers of, of all time. Like, you know, you go back and like people that I, you know, grew up listening to like Henry Rollins and stuff like that, just rave about like, Oh yeah. Like I can't hold a candle to what, what Iggy can do on stage. 
But it's funny that you say that because I think Iggy Pop kind of started this idea. I think kind of what uh, Fredo was alluding to that anybody can do this as long as yeah. you have a, a you know a strong personality and can you know be entertaining. You can do this. You don't need to have a great voice like a Mick Jagger or somebody like that. You can. All you gotta do is is just perform live, and I, I think that's where the showmanship comes from. I think you know it. it... Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but Go ahead. just while we're talking about live performances, um, you know, it, it, Iggy Pop gets put in, in in the category of a Kiss or of a um uh, or of a, again Alice Cooper, where um, it was their live pre- even bands like Cheap Trick, where it, or, or Peter Frampton solo. It wasn't until you were able to capture their live performance on vinyl that they were able uh, to really catapult to stardom. And then by that time, the Stooges had broken up. By that time, they were, they, they, they were done. But, but if you look at it, if they stuck around for one more album, they, they, they probably would have blown up to be a lot bigger than, than they were at the time. Um, again, that's what happened to Kiss. Kiss was down to their last album. They put out Kiss Alive, bam. They blew up. Um, uh, uh, cheap Trick with, with Live at Boudicca. Um, uh, uh, Peter Frampton. Frampton comes alive. All of you, you know, it was like a, it wasn't until they came out with those live albums. Alice Cooper had always had a show and had and, and had that reputation. Um, you know, biting the, what was it, where he threw the chicken out to the audience and they got torn pizzas and, and all of that stuff. Um, yeah, if, if if the Stooges would have stuck around for for one more album, they probably would have been bigger at the time um, than than they were. So it, it's it's great to hear some of these things because it kind of confirms my listening experience. Because it, while I didn't not like the the music, I definitely leaned towards their vibe and energy more than the actual music. Like there wasn't songs that I found myself drawn to like, oh man, this guitar lick or, oh my God, this drum, you know, this drum part. Uh, it was more the performance that I was feeling through their energy, through through the energy of the song. So I was telling John the other day that like they weren't exactly what I thought they were. And I guess what I thought they were was like more, more like you're, you're, quote unquote traditional four chord punk and or even three chord punk and uh they're musically more than that but attitude wise the same if that makes sense or am i or am i off base (laughs) no you're 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 right there i think a lot of what i listened to and a lot of what i took in was just just the power of all that and i wasn't really focused on the same things like guitar solos and kind of, you know, hooks and things like that. They don't have many of those kind of songs. Like there are a couple songs you can be like, all right, that's catchy. But what you're really listening to is you're listening to what is Iggy going to do next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without even, even realizing and, it, that's what, that's what I did. Yeah. And you hit it with attitude. Yeah. Um, that's exactly what Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop was was Gene Vincent in the fifties. It was um, 
uh, Mick Jagger, um, you know, in the sixties, and, and 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 he set the uh, and he set the standard for for guys like Henry Rollins with, with attitude, um, and and guys like Gigi Allen. Mm, yeah. If you don't see the direct correlation, Mickey oh, Pop yeah. to Gigi Allen, then you're blind. Yeah. Well, uh, so what we did was we took. The, the early work of the Stooges, and we took the 2000 works of the Stooges. And Randy, what was it like putting your 20 together for this one? Uh, not too bad. Um, as I mentioned before, the first three records have a total of 23 songs. And kind of, you know, different from television where we did three records of theirs, and I think there were a total of 27. So we had to pick 15. Now we have two extra records that are not prime stooges records that are kind of later later you know just let's let's reform and enjoy this and make some money kind of deal and that added what i think 23 more songs to the fold so it was easier to work with 20 than it was for television to work with 15 where i felt like i really had to make some decisions and make some tough cuts there were tough cuts in here but not enough where i'm like you know i'm pretty satisfied with what i have for the most part so john uh what what was your did you did you just do like usual just pick pick what you want um some for the most part i mean it was it was a matter of going through those those reunion records and that was I, I was I had not heard those before. Like I was, you know, I was familiar with with Funhouse and the self-titled and Raw Power, but um, listening to those reunion records, I was at uh, first I was excited because like I know you know Mike Watt was the bass player on those records, and like Mike Watt from the Minutemen, one of my you know one of my favorite bass players slash people of all time, and I was excited to hear those. But then you listen to it and like they just buried the bass on those records. Like you've got one of the greatest bass players in, you know, punk rock history playing on this thing, like give the man a chance to to do his thing. But it felt like they were just missing something. Those, those later ones, it felt like they could have tried to maybe capture some of the, the live spirit. And even in, in 2007 and 2013, Iggy can still tear it up. Like do not, do not, do not count him out at that point. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, um, his voice is like not made for the studio. It's made for the live setting. So you have to kind of keep that in mind when you're going through this. I was trying to like capture the ones that, yeah, if you go back and, and listen to Metallic KO, if you go back and listen to some of their live stuff, like what are going to be the ones that, that you go back to and what are going to be the ones that stand out? So Fredo, where's the game? Like, uh, did you, did you play the game or did you just kind of go through this straight? Kind of went through it straight. Um, uh, I, I was never a huge Stooges fan. Um, I listened to it, and uh, like I said, at the end of the day, I, I you know, I, I wasn't impressed. It, what, what really separated, uh, or, or really the line for me was seventy Stooges versus two thousand Stooges. Um, because when you have that big of a difference in time, and what I would call authentic Stooges, which is the 70s, versus we think you think we are Stooges. And you heard it a lot in the lyrics um, where, where, where Iggy's cursing. I, 
I mean, just like every other line, it was another fucking another, you know, whatever. And it was, it was like, you're trying to, to me, it was, you're trying to force the image. Mm. Does that make sense to you guys? Uh, yeah, I get you. One, yeah, 100%. I went through, especially uh, the Weirdness album, I went through it and I listened to those yeah. songs of like, what's going on here? What are they? It's just, it, it felt like he was kind of walking around. He's like, all right, there's an ATM machine. All right, there's a, a Mexican guy. I'm going to talk, write a song about how my wife left me for a Mexican. Like, this, it's, it's kind of yeah, stupid it, stuff. It, it was... <laughs> Right, and and again, the cursing it, it, to me—that's what really kind of threw me off because, um, it was okay if you ask a person, not, not a person who's a, who's a fan, who's a band, but you ask a person, average person, about Iggy Pop, and they would tell you he's probably this foul-mouthed guy who cuts himself up and smears shit all over him. He's he's, he's like Junior Gigi Allen. I got to mention that guy. Um, you know, and really early Stooges, Iggy, he's got the attitude, but he, he's got the attitude that a hundred other singers of the time had, mm. but he's not cursing and he's not being shocking to be shocking. He just is. Now you have 2000, you know, now you have 2000 Iggy Pop where now he's got this reputation and everything. And they put out, and the students put out an album. And it's like, okay, this is what I'm expected to be. So this is what I'm gonna be. And and to me, it, came, it really came across as fake. And and it came across as a money grab to me. No, I, I think that in the 2000s, expectations for, for most things in music, especially revivals, were pretty low. And yeah, the, essentially, it seemed like it was kind of like a all right we can we can sell a couple bucks making a couple records and call it a day yeah uh i'm glad to hear all you guys say that say that because yeah well, there's definitely stuff that i enjoyed on those last two but yeah like it, it's fun like cursing doesn't bother me you know, it's it's funny that you brought that up, Fredo, but I did notice that. Like, if there's curse words in the first three records, I didn't notice them because they were they were part of it. Whereas in the second one, it was like, oh, I'm going to put this curse word here to because, you know, for whatever performative for reason. For shock value. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I hear yeah, you. And see, and, and, and look, as, as a guy who curses a lot, okay, I don't curse to curse. I curse to emphasize. And, 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 and I always, and the, the, the use of a curse word, of a swear word, has to mean something. So I always use the example of um, the who and who are you. When Roger Daltrey yells out, who the fuck are you at the end, of, uh, you know, toward the end of the song, that curse word there is there for a reason. It's not just to say fuck and to be like, oh, my God, he said fuck. That's so shocking because I'm a 15-year-old boy listening to, <laughs> to the who, it, you know? Mm. It, it, it's there to emphasize something. And, and in those later albums, Iggy's saying fuck to say fuck. Yep. And, and I've never I, – I, and I don't care to 
you know, and, and I use this Bush as an example and everything Zen. When 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 uh when Gavin DeGraw, whatever the fuck his name is, says um as I throw a fuck there gratuitously, <laughs> uh, says to find my asshole brother. Yeah, gotta go to Los Angeles. I think that's stupid. That's right. There's no need for him to say the word there's no need for him to say the word asshole there. Yeah. Oh, especially when he throws it out so casually. Yeah, that's um, kind of like diary writing almost. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna fly to Los Angeles. So, so Find my, find my asshole, asshole brother. brother. <laughs> Mickey Mouse gonna have a cow. Oh. Hey, look, I think you comparing Roger Daltrey and Gavin Rosdale, not DeGraw Rosdale, I think is just that, like I, I want to move on from that, please. <laughs> like that's. Not... Oh, I'm not comparing them. No, I'm I know. Comparing the going use from of one. Word. Yeah, no, I know, I know, I understand that, and but like, um, yeah, I think it, it it should just record should just show that Roger Daltrey is in much high high standard and and i i also record that i fully agree with you on that aspect that especially in who songs like they always build to that moment you're not getting that who the fuck are you in the first line of the first chorus and that's right at the end and then he starts to kind of unwind a little bit that's what makes the song great and uh you know i i think that what the stooges were able to do in some of their earlier stuff they were able to do that kind of thing and build to those big moments without using curse words. I don't think it really matters to me, but yeah, uh, the attitude and getting the attitude down uh, definitely left something to be desired on the last two records. So with that, uh, based on this really deep conversation we had here, um, Randy, for the uh, Raise Energy final say, and remember folks, one of the four of us has to nail the number to be able to actually get the final say. Randy, how many do you think we're going to get unanimously? All right. So running numbers in my head, doing a little bit of math and you're thinking four and really, I don't think they're going to be a lot from the last two that are going to be involved and be at play here. If they make the top 10, I, I, I guess at this point I'd be a little surprised, but now we're really working with 23 songs and kind of maybe like about 15 of each of us would have of these 23. So I am going to say, fuck it, Fredo. And I'm going to say seven. Seven. Was that good enough you for you? You took my that... number. <laughs> well, good. You took then, my number. Then the cursing made sense. Man, and what the, the cursing f- worked for the That's moment. The f- yes. Stuff. yes fuck all right john what are you what are you thinking uh i was i was actually gonna say seven two i'm gonna go six then all right fredo ow fuck both of you <laughs> i'm gonna go three wow all right fredo's not even trying to win <laughs> but no no because they took they were gonna both take my number so yeah uh well, I can't I can't go low because Fredo already went low. Seven seems to be the right number, so I'm going to go five. Um, it feels low, but eight might be a reach. So five seems to be the play here. So, all right, we're going to find out which one of us gets to pick the final song, and we are going to take a quick break. It is deprogrammed. Kickstart your road to fitness with the Hard Work Works Fitness app. 
for all ability levels. Full gym, no gym, no problem. What's included? Over 200 workout plans available for every situation from a full gym to no equipment at all. Nutrition guide to help you stay on track. And all of this is only $10 a month. There's a special offer for DeProgram listeners. Use promo code STUPID and get your first month free. The Hard Work Works Fitness app. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle today. Name of the game is Deprogrammed. You notice how on the other side I said Deprogrammed, and on this side I said Deprogrammed. I don't know why I pointed that out. <laughs> Just sometimes you do that to yourself. Uh, the four of us oh, have... Fuck it, right? Yeah, fucking hell. Uh, the... <laughs> They should have said fucking the program. Yeah. Oops. Uh, the four of us have, after the end. <laughs> the four of us have combed through the Stooges discography, including the revival records, just for the you know, just for the shits and gigs, I guess. Uh we're uh, and we each plucked out twenty songs that we're now going to mash together in an attempt to create a top ten starter kit for you in case you have never given the Stooges the time of day. And I was going to start here anyway. John already kind of said it's a statement song. So fuck it. 1969. Yep. Yep. Fredo just it's, building. It's, uh, that's the drama here. Oh, I guess I didn't hear Fredo. Did he say yes or no? Yes. 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 Oh, okay. okay. There it is. There it is. Cool. There we go. All right. All right. <laughs> it sounds like Borat. All right. <laughs> All right. My wife, Iggy Pop. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> All right. Just That'd be awesome if he was actually doing Iggy Pop as on the Borat. That would be amazing. <laughs> if it was all based on Iggy Pop. <laughs> I'm going to have to rewatch that now and just picture him just doing Iggy Pop the whole time. Oh, man. But you got, yeah, the, yeah. I, 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 won't, I won't even go there, but you, yeah. you know the songs. Um, the one thing I want to say about oh, 1969 okay. in particular, some of these songs had, like, just kind of hints and, and pieces of other artist from the era and in that one it seemed like yes. he was just like garage rock bob dylan you know like mm -hmm. just like kind of that vibe like you know not trying to like hit any high notes or anything like that like bob dylan kind of the same way not really much of a vocalist but I, that's the vibe i got from it so i don't know where i was going with it but <laughs> word oh, that's great. all right your turn randy um so i kind of thought at first that I would just say, you know, throw in uh, two of the most dynamic songs that they have, but I'm going to play it. Yeah. I'm not worried about this one. I'm, I'm interested to see where this one goes. Cause this was ended up being my number three song TBI. Oh, I don't have that one. TBI. TVI television. I. Oh yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I thought. Well, I have it. Okay, John does. Is it two? Do you have it, Fredo? I don't have it. Okay, so it's a two. Not necessarily yeah. dead, but... But you know what? How about this? 
I just realized on my list I had ATM twice. Hold on, give me a second here. Cause I spoilers. Yeah, right. For real. <laughs> After I made fun of that song too. <laughs> no, no, it's fine because I had twenty one, so oh, okay. I did and, and, and I and I and it's all right, so now you know I got that yeah. crappy song. So we'll just put it on as an example of that. Well, uh, yeah, I, I hope I so, hope I hit seven now because that that one I'd like to bring back. All right, John. Raw power. Of course. Uh, wait, what? Wait, did, did wait did did John say two songs? No, I said no, the power. the the title track off of Raw Power called Raw Power. Oh, that I'm saying because I'm. Didn't he just say TVI? No, that was Randy. Nope. I guess I don't have that one. I thought oh, I did. Wait, wait. We've we, we've had we've had two people say uh, say a song, and and we've had three songs. We've had. Oh, I no. I said nineteen sixty nine. Then Randy said TVI, and now John is saying Rob. Okay. <laughs> my mistake. You you started with nineteen sixty nine. Okay. Yes, sir. And raw power. Yes. No. Ooh. Raw power is a no. So that's, wow. that's two as well. Yeah, that's okay. Maybe my, my seven's not looking as good anymore. <laughs> For real. Fredo? Uh, you, you know, going what I, I believe it was Randy who said about you could hear a lot of other bands in, in their first. Uh, 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 first uh, I'm going to go with, with, with a, a song. That that to me sounded like Sabbath, and that's a little doll. I have that one. Me too. So I have it as Sabbath I have theme. it as well. Oh, wow. little oh. doll is in. That was kind of that was the last song from the first three records I made my 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 list. I guess. I, I I think it that that's is seven minutes long. I I, yeah. I think that's. I, I can't remember that. Yeah, and it's so it's got that Sabbath feel to it for me, and 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 it's a it's an incredibly long song for a we'll call them garage uh, garage rock band because they weren't you know punk rock didn't exist when this album came out, but it's an incredibly long song for a garage rock band. But we would find out that that the Stooges have several songs. That are in the five plus minute range. Oh, it was, it, it was something not unexpected for the Stooges. Yeah. All right. Two in, and on to me. Uh this one was like the one I knew, and I gotta play it because I'd be wrong if I didn't say that. I loved the Chili Peppers version of it. But hearing the original made me love the song a whole fuck ton more. Uh, Search and Destroy. No secret there. That's that's my number one. Yeah. Fredo? Fredo, you got it? You have to have it, right? Fredo? Fredo? Yeah, I said, yeah, I said, oh. I said like eight you, times. You, you, yeah, you, you, you chop up a little bit. All right, yeah. so it's unanimous. Hey. Okay. God damn, that's good. Yeah. 
It's so gritty. That right there is the epitome of, of, of Detroit uh, guitar, uh, garage rock. And his, right voice sounds, his voice sounds good on it. Yeah. Mm. And the lyrics, too. The lyrics are like, you can hang on yeah. to that. I'm the world's most forgotten boy. You know, I'm a street-walking cheetah with a hard poke full of napalm. Like, that shit's good. Anthony Kitt. It's punk. Yeah. Anthony Kiedis wishes. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> You could you could make an argument for that being the first punk rock song. Sure. Uh, yeah, of course. If you, yeah, if you go by lyrics. Blam. Well, just like that, we're at Fredo's 3 with plenty of fucking gameplay. You'll notice. And <laughs> Randy, you're up. Uh, I'll get the other big one out of the way. Um, Search and Destroy was my number two. And I thought going into this that it would be my number one, but I want to be your dog was my number one. I got so it. That's that's it. Of course, of course. Unanimous. Got oh! it. Oh, yeah. No surprise. I knew. I was... Once we once we got up to three without that song being mentioned, I knew I was done. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. What's funny is like this this song sets the tone for what would become desert rock like Queens and such later. Sure. This very much sounds like like some of the like earlier Queens of the Stone Age records. All right. And might I might I add that a lot of people that are listening in that might not know the Stooges I want to be your dog and search and destroy like after, you know, the Stooges kind of, you know, went away in the 70s and going into like the 2000s where, you know, punk was marketable a little bit. Those songs are used in tons of car commercials and just you'll see them all over the place. So you might recognize them for that. All right, John. I'm going to pick another uh, seven minute one, I think, and this. The baseline on this one just gets stuck in my head for days at a time. Uh, dirt. I got it. I do not have that one. I do. All right, so three. That is our first three. I need to put these in alphabetical order so they will be easy to find. So Randy was the odd man out there. Yep. All right. Freda? Let's go with another... Um... Uh, that sounds like other bands and this one sounded uh, I, I put it in my notes Alice Cooper meets Sabbath and it's your pretty face is going to hell hell yeah I got it I, I got it I do not All right, so it's three it's three though these threes are safe right now they're like in in mm-hmm. alright that's Randy and Fredo all right, back around to me. All right. Um, some people have said this about me. No fun. Yeah, I have it. Yes. Ow. Is that a yes from you too then, Fredo? You must have cut out. Yeah, yeah. I, yes. Yeah, I said, yep. Yes, sir. 
All right. Five is looking good. Six pistols covered this too. I think we're going to have to teach Fredo <laughs> mic sensitivity on the next one. Next time. I think that's what's going on with him. All right. So what does that put us at? Five? Five yep. in, yeah. Five. Woo! With plenty of... We might... We- we might make ten before. Uh, it's possible before we get to we any said of the that shitty, with television uh, too, and we only ended up with six. Yeah, but I mean, I still feel like there's. Know. I still feel like there's two or three. I don't want to call them gimmies because you never know, but there's two or three that feel like they could. Uh, they could get all the way through. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you there. There's a reason we all, you know, we all wanted to go seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All right. No fun. Randy? Okay. Uh, Fredo, you were mentioning some of the Sabbath and Alice Cooper, uh, you know, the the, uh, interpretations there. This one I thought was like, if you played my Sharona and put little Richard on the track, you would get shake appeal. And I fucking love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh. Well, good. Yes, I have it. I, I have it. I don't, but it was one of my last cuts. I do not either. You fool. So it's, it's two. It's two. All right, John. All right, let's let's try to miss here. Let's get these uh, these reunion records here. Uh, how about I'm fried? I got it. No, that oh. one actually uh, that one made it through the first cut, but did not get to the end. Fredo? He said no. Oh, okay. Got it. I said no. I got you. All right. You cut out a little bit sometimes, Fredo. <laughs> God damn. Why right. is it cut? We no. don't blame me for it. We don't blame me for it. Fredo, I don't know if you fucking know this, but you fucking cut out sometimes. But it's also your oh. fucking turn. Oh. That's the way to drop those F-bombs where they needed to be dropped. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, if ever, to me, one song defined the sound of an entire another band's catalog. Shit. Death Trap being entire catalog. Death Trip, is that what you said? Yeah, Death Trap sounding like the Misfits. I got Death Trip. I got it. Is it Death Trip or Death Trap? Death Trip. Yep. Okay. Sorry. John, you have it? It's unanimous. Hey! Boom, right there at John 6. Tell me that that does not sound like... Tell me that that did not sound like everything by the Misfits ever. (laughs) I mean, you can even go beyond that. You could say that I've heard like pop punk in some facet sound like that. Oh, I, 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 there, yeah, there are other songs, but I mean, like, I heard that song, and it made me think of every Misfits song. Ever. Yeah, yeah, right. No, I, I, I yeah, pop, pop punk bands via the Misfits. Yeah, yeah. sure, of course, right. right. All right, so but that sound is defined beginning with this. All hmm. right, now we're searching for that number seven for Randy. Uh. We go further. We're going to end up going further than that. 
I still have like I have a, a, feeling. a couple that feel like they could be. Yeah. Honestly, don't. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got 10. I'm telling you. Uh, Again, it would be a first. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised either, but let's let's play. All right. Uh, let me trot one out that I don't have a star next to. One that feels like it could be a miss. Funhouse. I have Funhouse, yes. Do I? Unanimous. Oh, shit! <laughs> of course. <laughs> I told you! Of course. We might have to eliminate songs at this point. Wow. Oh, need a little volume on that. That's seven. That's seven. So, and this one, this is a ten-minute song too. This one's a long one, but this is kind of like there's a lot of saxophone in this, and this is sort of their avant-garde, like kind of their alternative track, and like the fuck you kind of, you know, just jamming out garage rock kind of shit. This is this is great. This is a legendary song. Woo! There it is. Now, are we gonna blow past your seven? Is the question, Randy? You're yeah, up. I think we are. I definitely think we are. Um, and I'll I'll try. There there are three that I think can easily do it. I'll I'll do the one that I think is most likely to give me danger. I got it. Nope. Oh, I got it. I don't know how I didn't. Right. I, I I don't know how I didn't put that one out there. Well, there is redemption if uh, if we don't get ten through. All right, John. All right, how about um, let's go back to these uh, these later ones. How about uh, my idea of fun? I got it. No, it's killing everyone. Like that was that was one of the ones I'm just like, yeah. wow, this is just dumb. Agreed. <laughs> was that a no I'm for not you? Surprised you haven't just. Yes, I said no. Okay. Well, you're fucking cutting out. What do you want from me? I fucking want you to pay attention. <laughs> was that curse? Was that was that uh, uh, the right time to use that? Was no, that impactful? No, that was, not impactful. No, enough. that was gratuitous. That was gratuitous. Well, mm. you know, we're talking about one of the later records, so I had to be gratuitous. Fair, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, Fredo, you're up. And uh, and and uh, this is going to be gratuitous to you, um, uh, because this right now reminds me of you. You can't have friends. <laughs> it's true, I can't. <laughs> what are we, business associates? <laughs> I don't have that, but good good not yeah, there. I don't have it. Oh the first one to go into the, the I don't Wow. I, I I didn't expect anybody to have it. I, I picked some from the later albums just to throw them on there. Well yeah. That's yeah, that's one of them. This you is just definitely... wanted to say that to Justin, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, I, I was going to go with ATM because I mentioned it earlier, but I think that was an appropriate place to put that uh, you can't have friends. <laughs> I can't have friends. <laughs> I don't have friends. <laughs> and unfortunately, I mean, that's like for real in the bin. Like, that's there's no saving that song. It's gone. It's gone. All right. Let me see what I got left here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I still got eight, so we'll do a couple more rounds here. We might end up playing out. Who knows? We'll see. Um, how about 
I'll do another one. I don't have starred. This one could be a miss easily, <laughs> especially after since I can't have friends. Uh, I need somebody to be my friend. Uh, no, I don't have it. No. Oop. <laughs> of course. The way. <laughs> Oh, fucking course. Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? Why can't we be friends? All right. <laughs> Randy, you're up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to play this right here because I think we made a major mistake on a previous D program. And I'm going to take partial blame for this because I pitched for this song to specifically be in the top 10 of the damned. And then when I turned on, I believe this was on the Funhouse record. I heard this. I'm like, oh, shit, that's really familiar. I'm going to go back to this song, which they're two different song names, but they're the same exact song. Uh, the damn song, I think, is all, uh, I Feel All Right, which is 1970, which I picked here because I wanted to bring it up no matter what, but it's the same exact song. Stooges wrote it first, but we picked a cover for the damned uh, top 10. I just wanted to bring that up. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm, I think that's great, to be honest with you. And I know that's not, none of us kind of pointed it out at the time, but uh you know it, it's just it kind of happenstance it's kind of funny that that we stumble across it and you're like shit okay well i i liked it for the damned i, I like it for the stooges too so 1970 i got it no got it oh fredo does have it i got it so it's threes uh, did anybody else notice that too or i did not notice that but I've listened to a lot of bands since The Damned. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I can't. Um, I didn't notice it. Spice I, I didn't notice it either. And I, and I, I time. Yeah, the Spice Girls gave me a real tough time. What of it? You know yeah, what? You should have told them what you... All they wanted to know was what you want. I wanted to zig a zig There we go. <laughs> Pretty simple. Yeah. So done. Yep. All right, uh, John. All right, we haven't hit on one in a while. Let's see if we can get down on the street. Yeah. Yeah. Down on the street. Nope. Ooh. 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 Oh, I thought that that one would be out of the stuff that's left. It's a three, though. I got to tell you, I'm. you know what? Normally, I'm the one who says you're fucking an idiot or you're stupid or what the hell. And... uh Today, I feel like I should be the one being told that. But you'll notice you're not. And I'm okay with that. Oh, I think I Because some of the panel fun. members feel like, you know, being nice to you today, Fredo. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I, 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 you know what? In, in, in the spirit of Iggy Pop, I'd piss on all of you. <laughs> I'm, uh, it's your turn. He's smearing, he's smearing peanut right butter all over himself right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing beer cans I'm, right back. I'm getting ready. <laughs> All right, let's get this one out of the way since I've already mentioned it twice. <laughs> ATM. No. I just, no. I just scratched that out right there, and now we can move forward in peace. <laughs> I'll tell you, it's not for the sound. It's, it's more for, like, it just didn't. I think that was it's one of the more songs. The yeah, it's one of the ones where, like, he's cursing for no reason. 
John brought up Mike Watt before. What I will say about ATM was it had the most Mike Watt kind of Mike Watt kind of vibe to it. Like, like that's very heavy. And I know, yeah, I was really kind of bothered by that too. That the bass was watered down, but that one felt the most Mike Watt heavy. That that song actually music wise wasn't bad. No, agreed. Yep. If, yeah, if, if, terrible. If, 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 well, that's that's why the. the you know, I I put that song on on it for the music, um, because you know everybody always sees the uh, Stooges as Ziggy Pop, um, and again, especially you, you know with the early albums. I mean, I get it with the late albums, and, and like I said, the late albums were a money grab, which and this is one of the uh, on one of the late albums, but music wise, the band has always been a, a solid band, and. You know, again, you put serious lyrics to that, and that song could easily uh, be on a couple of our lists. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I say all that, I get... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I yeah, agree. Sure. Like, listening to that opening riff, like, I feel like if if Iggy's just not cursing ridiculously for no reason, I... Because I, it isn't in the lyrics that bother me or his performance. It's just... I mean, I guess it is sort of the lyrics, but like, I don't know, man. Like, it just—it's just the lack of creativity. It's just exactly like that. I have money. I'm going to take out money, and I'm kind of rich. I'm kind of famous, <laughs> and I can kind of do shit. And like, that's that's the yeah, song. And fuck and throw in a couple fucks. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. fucking money, and yeah. I'm gonna fucking money. I'm going to the fucking ATM. You know? Yep. All right. Uh, you know, you're all going to be singing it next time you go to the ATM, though. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm just surprised that a song that it's universally hated by all of us got this much discussion. I know, right? <laughs> but you know what? Going to the ATM and getting all that much money, that does sound like a real cool time, which is my next choice. No. Got it. Got it. Okay, so it's good. Oh, it has three. It's wow. Three. Okay. Yeah, that I don't know. Uh, that one, I guess, out of the earlier stuff, just didn't hit me. No, they can't all get through. All right, uh, Randy. Okay, the one that I have still on my list. This is the last one that I think that we have a chance to all get unanimous here, and that's penetration. I don't have it. All right. Well, we fell. <laughs> nope. Don't have it. Fredo can save you from the bin. It doesn't matter at this point. So I, I, I said I don't have it. <laughs> oh, that's wow. That's that's disappointing that that's a one. But goes all right. The bin. We didn't have a ton of them so far, anyway. So. Uh, What's interesting, because I've had Raw Power on vinyl for a long time, and they went and they remixed all their early records, and that xylophone part that you hear in the beginning, that was never on the original record until, like, later in the song. They kind of build to that moment, and kind of, it's not in the forefront, but in the remixes, they, uh, that seems to be, like, the main vibe of the song. Hmm. I wonder if that... I don't know. It just didn't get me. I'm trying to, you know, I, I don't have in my I, I don't have in my notes, but there was a song that had a doors vibe to it. 
Yeah. And it might have been that one. I got Doors yeah, vibes a couple times. Yeah. Like, and that one was probably the most prominent. So, all right, John. I think uh, this is the one that gave me the Doors vibes, and surprisingly, I picked it. It's L.A. Blues. I did not. You're right. Have but that I, one. You're right, but I don't have that. Yeah, one. that one made. I I don't either. But that's it's another one of their 25 minute opuses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. All right, Freda. I think we still got a couple songs that might make it. I'll be honest with you. Um, uh, and let's go. And, and I'm going to go with uh, Loose off of Funhouse. I got it. That one oh, I yeah. got. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hey, look at that. There it is. Is that unanimous? That's yeah. unanimous. Uh, yeah. I, I, mm. There's eight. That was going to be your next well, play. I lost. <laughs> well, Damn. I guess we're talking it out. I mean, at this point, Unless, one, two, three. I got three left. We might as well play out. I got four. Can can we hit on two of the later? <laughs> no. <laughs> no chance. No fucking uh, chance. Can, can we even get a two on one of these? I got four left. Two I, from each record. Wait, is it? Really? Okay, yeah, then we can't because I got I got five, but two, yeah, yeah, I got five, but two of them are from fucking Funhouse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just pick so, everything from Funhouse, just yeah. run it down. Yeah, so, well, I can't it's do that, record. so I got to find out if uh, anybody else has not right. No. I got it. Oh, All right. But it's pretty much dead in the water. Not right, uh, John and Justin. All right, Randy. Uh, I guess the best of the rest, uh, free and freaky. Yeah. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right now. He ain't saying. Um. It's, I'm nice. just gonna assume it's a no. It's fine. It's not going anywhere. Yeah, even if it is a two, it's dead. Oh, gun. I, I said gun. Oh, it's not your turn. It's John's. Said You said Fredo. We said Fredo to see if you had free and freaky. Said no to that. Okay, yeah. yeah um, some, sometimes you, you, uh, you clip out a little bit. <laughs> you guys have said that every time I've said no. Right, and you've said I already said that, so there has to be an understanding <laughs> that we're not hearing you. Yeah, John, uh, the end of Christianity. Oh no, no, no! I heard you that time, but I'll tell you why. You talk about like forced. <laughs> That's kind of like <laughs> I feel. I feel like you can do this song. You can do an. You know, I want to take this run at, at Christianity. Christianity dying like I like I like the idea but it just felt like here here's me trying like I don't know man hey there was one line hey, in Justin. this one that was very borderline racist too that just turned me off oh was that this one I think so yeah and I'm not like Mexican uh, guy is another story but I think he says like black girl or something like that and we're not saying that there was a pause there there you know who knows <laughs> Who knows? 
but it is your turn, Fredo. The magic of editing. Uh, okay. How about, since we're not saying there was a pause, but I requested a pause, how about the weirdness? <laughs> I, I took it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> I mean, it's dead in the water, unless John has it too, but... I, I do not. Yeah, I didn't think so. So wait, there's three? The weirdness got three? No, it got two. No. Oh, it got, it got two. two. Okay. All right, all right, all right. It's dead in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's awesome. see. John had that, and then Randy and Fredo had the weirdness. I will say, the the weirdness was on, on my radar. It made my first pass, but it was just easy, just easy enough to cut. So, all right, well... Now my shit's about to go into the uh, the dumper too because all I got left is new stuff. How about burn? No, no. Got it. Oh wow. I mean, it's dead, but <laughs> at least it was. Oh no, I think you can make it over. Give me danger. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> Boom. All right, Randy. Uh, sex and money, I guess. <laughs> no. 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 That was a no. dumb song that just kind of thought was catchy. I'm like, not even going to play it. best I got for it. Yeah. Don't. I'm not even going to play it. <laughs> not even going to play it. All right. John, what's your last one? We're all dying to know. Passing Cloud. Uh-huh. Nope. Nope. Oh. All right. Fredo? I got two more. You can dump them both out if oh. you want, because I only got one left. So. Ready to die? Okay, I got ready to die. No. All right. And then I got job. No. Nope. I definitely do not have job. <laughs> I <laughs> am job. Uh, all right. My last one is DD's. My last one's unfriendly Dee- world. Yep. DD's nuts. Hey, <laughs> so I had to. <laughs> Uh, what did you say the last one, your last one was, Randy? Unfriendly World. Okay. It was acoustic, and I just thought it was different. There we go. All right. So let's see what we got through unanimously here. Eight, which means we are all discussing the final two. Uh, 1969, Death Trip, Funhouse, I Want to Be Your Dog, Little Doll, Loose, No Fun, Search and Destroy, are our eight. All the way through, we have 14... But in my mind, we gotta we have to lose the twos because the weirdness does not we, stand up. Can we just keep raw power just <laughs> yeah, for a minute? Yeah, I I, I want to put raw power and TBI TBI and over all those others. I really do. Be honest, uh, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I was the holdout on both of those. I was and a, a I holdout got, as well. So got I got no problem with with having just let's. So be I'll, done with this. How about this? I'm gonna <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna trim down, trim out the twos, and except for raw power and TVI, and see what we have with the threes here, just for, just so we can see. Uh, three, three, one, one, one. Here's another two. All right. Yeah, that tr- trims us down. Oh, wrong one. That takes us to eight. So we got 1970, Dirt, Down on the Street, Gimme Danger, Raw Power, Real Cool Time, TVI, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. So 
do we need both raw power and TVI, or do we take one and then take one of the other ones? Because Gimme Danger's still up there. For me, it's it's dirt and raw power. Those are the two that I would I would fight for. Oh, uh, how about we do raw power? Yeah, raw Unless power seems to be across the board. All right, all right. Two um, let's, two. so let's put in raw power, and now let's make our cases. I think the last one is the one that we're all going to have to really kind of make a case for. Yeah. So I know Randy's looking at TVI. John's looking at dirt. What are you looking at, Fredo? Your pretty face is going to hell. That's the one I'm looking at, too. Ooh. Yeah. If if it's not TVI for me, it's uh, it's probably Gimme Danger. And down on the street would be third. Down on the street's real good. For me, uh, it would be your pretty face is going to hell. And and as as my number one, and that's mainly, again, because I said it's Alice Cooper meets Sabbath. Uh, I'm a huge, huge, huge Alice Cooper fan. I love Sabbath. And it's got such a, to, to me, that Detroit sound from that early 70s. Uh, so that would be my number one. If I had to do a number two, it would be 1970. And then we already uh, put that one in the damned episode. <laughs> right. And and then my number three would be real cool time. Interesting. So we're we're at an impasse, it seems. Well, I, you guys you guys both have your pretty faces going to hell as number as your number ones, and that, you know, sort of takes away the option for, for John and I's top one. I, I think that probably should go yeah I really i really i think i think if it was if i had the final say it would be dirt but if we're doing it democratically then you know none of you guys other nobody else even mentioned it so all right so let's boom that three and then that gives us 10 we got 1969 death trip fun house i want to be your dog little doll loose no fun raw power search and destroy your pretty face is going to hell and randy of those 10 what's the one nope uh shit there's some good stuff here um i'm open to conversation i'm open to debate on it but it would be very very difficult to not say either I want to be your dog or search and destroyer, which are two completely different songs, completely different vibe of the band. So what is it here? Here's my case for, I want to be your dog. I feel like search and destroy. Like you mentioned, the chili peppers covered it. Uh, Pearl jam has covered it. Mud honey's covered it. A lot of other bands have, have done their interpretation of it. I feel like it's known at mm-hmm. least I want to be your dog. While I feel like that's known too, absolutely, out of the two top guns of this, I feel like that's the one that maybe if you take a casual garage rock punk fan and show them that, they're like, okay, I, I kind of understand what's going on here. And if you show them Search and Destroy, they might say, oh, yeah, I've heard this before. So I'm going to say I'm going to give the edge to I Want to Be Your Dog. All right. John, what are you thinking? I disagree. I think it's, it's Search and Destroy. I think you the the original power of that can't be underestimated. And yeah, it's been covered, but it's, it's never really been covered. Like no one really gets close to the original version of it. And 
every time I hear it, it, it makes me want to get up and break something. And, uh, that's why it's number one. It's, it's, it's instant. It's impact. You know, we, you played it earlier when we, when we, we all put it in and it was like, Oh, that's the one. Like, yeah, it's, it's search and destroy for me. What do you think of Fredo? Again, the same thing. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I want to say, didn't, didn't we say, or didn't we all agree that it's pretty much the, the, you know, the first punk song. Yeah. We did. Is that the one? That's, yeah. Yeah. You go. There you go. If you got to pick one song to start a genre and, and that genre is, is punk, then that song is search and destroy. Yeah. I think it's Iggy's best vocal performance in the studio. Other than candy. <laughs> <laughs> with the stooges, with the stooges. Okay. Okay. <laughs> What's funny is like I, I You're went a real in, wild one for it. <laughs> uh, the three <laughs> the three I was eyeballing were 1969. I want to be your dog and search and destroy. But uh, kind of like John alluded to when when we played search and destroy earlier, I'm just like man, like it, it is that good. And plus, like you mentioned, Randy, like if the idea is to pull in a casual, search and destroy is probably the one. Like it, it's got the most most uh, sensibility to it. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad I just brought I Want to Be Your Dog to that conversation, and it wasn't unanimous across the board because I think it needed to be, you know, at least discussed as... Oh, yeah, it's, it's number two, for sure. It's, yeah. it's the next one. Yeah. All right, here it is, in all its glory, Search and Destroy. Let it crank! I should probably not yell. People are trying to sleep. Search and Destroy is our number one 1969 Death Trip Funhouse I Want to Be Your Dog Little Doll Loose No Fun Raw Power And Your Pretty Face Is Going to Hell Rounds out our 10 And we have done it We have created a top 10 starter kit for you We did the work man All you had to do was listen to us Have a conversation feel like it's pretty simple but uh if you want to feel the heat of being in one of these seats uh go to legionofstupid.com uh click podcast click deprogrammed scroll down there's a sign up sheet come put yourself in one of these hot seats and see how not easy it is it's not easy i tell you it's hard work uh hard work does indeed work which i'm not doing the sell here I did it earlier. Um, you uh, you can pledge to our Patreon, patreon.com slash oh, hi, Justin. We would appreciate that. That would be very cool. Oh, also on the Legion of Stupid site, there is a click uh, a link. You can click to join the Discord. Uh, that's all good times in the Discord. Had We are recording that in the Discord. We're recording this right now in the Discord, ladies and gentlemen. This is not my best sell ever, and it's okay. This is a podcast. You know that. You can click... Uh, you, you can subscribe, rate, comment is what I'm supposed to say, but uh, that's what you're supposed to do. So I don't know. Do that. I don't know, man. They say it helps, but does it really? Let's put it to the test. You can also rate on Spotify now. Give us five stars. I'd appreciate that. That would be really cool. The algorithms. They say it helps the algorithms make us more a little visible. Um, and also it would be great because to me the best way you can help is by sharing. Tell somebody that you listen to Deprogrammed and that they can too. Very simple. Uh, with that, though, 
I stumbled all over myself, but we still got there. The Stooges, learn them and fucking love them, people. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week.